Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Finding Our Freedom. Today is August 26, and this is episode 4, but first. Today in history, on August 26, 1920, the 19th Amendment guaranteeing women the right to vote is formally adopted into the U.S. Constitution by proclamation of Secretary of State Bainbridge Colby. The amendment was the culmination of more than 70 years of struggle by women's suffragists. Its two sections read simply, The right of citizens of the United States to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. And the second part, Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. This movement that brought forth the 19th Amendment never would have taken place without the First Amendment. The First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution passed by Congress September 25, 1789, then ratified December 15, 1791, reads that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. One of the Ten Amendments of the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment, gives everyone residing in the United States the right to hear all sides of every issue and to make their own judgment about those issues without government interference or limitations. The First Amendment allows individuals to speak, publish, read, and view what they wish, worship or not worship as they wish, associate with whomever they choose, and gather together to ask the government to make changes in the law or to correct the wrongs in society. It is what gives us our freedoms. Today we are speaking about freedom of speech and censorship. More than 80 years ago, Supreme Court Justice Benjamin Cardoza declared freedom of speech is the matrix, the indispensable condition of nearly every other form of freedom. Once again, it is what gives us our freedom. Without the ability to assemble peaceably, without the ability to speak our mind, none of our other freedoms would have came to be. While freedom of speech protects us against retaliation by the government, this protection is not shared by private individuals or companies. In today's mixed environment of counseling people, political correctness, and the day of YouTube, Facebook, and other social media services, we find ourselves asking, where does freedom of speech end? Where does freedom of speech begin? And what does freedom of speech protect? Today I am joined with my beautiful wife, Kim, as we discuss the current situation surrounding freedom of speech and censorship by private companies. So the question really is, do private corporations have the right to control their intellectual property? We need to keep in mind that all of these social media outlets, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, really is the property of the corporation. And it's not public property, even though most of us do consider it as public domain. With that being said... What we put on there, should that be controlled rather, especially if it's in a private group or it's a channel that we created on, say, YouTube? 
For instance, even recently, there's been YouTube channels that talk about nothing but theme parks that have been either demonetized or completely kicked off of YouTube because they violated some unknown policy that the company had. It, it wasn't anything they said, anything that they really did other than something in their video violated a small policy and the robots are what are they called are they called robots the the program um that youtube uses saw saw it as an issue and decided to cut them off another example is about a year ago facebook had a issue where people using a certain chinese phrase that talked uh bad about the communist government or put it in a bad light was completely uh wiped away from what they said so no one could see it i just don't know how much is too much when it comes to censorship like i said before this is private property um where we're seeing it as a right but it's not really a right it's something that the companies are allowing us to put onto their site um but then again there really is no alternative other than these companies uh, such as facebook instagram youtube and so on for pe for people to put stuff up onto the internet uh the the day of the of the chat room is really over the social media spots have taken over what was once the chat rooms and with it uh they have numerous and varying rules based on how how they feel um what the robots are saying and what uh really what their political affiliation is saying I mean, take Facebook, for instance. It's a very liberal executive uh, board that runs Facebook. And conservatives have had huge issues not only keeping jobs with Facebook, but setting up sites or keeping their posts up. For instance, recently, Alex Jones, who... I mean, I I wouldn't listen to a thing the man said. Was completely banned from Facebook because he's ultra conservative. On top of that, um, we have a choice as consumers. If we do not like the contracts we're signing or the regulations under the programs like Facebook, YouTube. We very well could go with other programs. Yes, there is limited number on there. Start your own. I, I don't know how easy that is to start your own. Oh, I there mean, are people out there that can start rooms and start, start programs up like that. And very simply, those dollars, your, your dollars for... Um, consumerism for um, the money they get every time a site is seen and those commercial dollars that they're getting 
will be reduced by you choosing not to go to that site. So by not going to YouTube, by not going to YouTube, you're voting or with your consumer dollars against YouTube, against Facebook, and very well, you could be going to other sites. You just need to seek them out. Yeah, but even with saying that, I mean, you you can start your own blog. You can start your own blog on your own website. And honestly, if you're going to have a vlog or a podcast or a, or a blog where, you know, you're typing, then you should have it on your own website. But even there, you're going to have to publicize it on Facebook and the other sites so that people can find it. The the issue You can put links without having the the stuff on there. You link it, people go to it, and then you're not discussing what's on it. Well, you have to discuss what's on it because you have to drive a crowd to it. Well that's true. And once you get a name for yourself, you know you're there. But there has to be, you know, there has to be programs out there that are competing with Facebook. And the problem is right now, you're right, they are this massive program that right now is running, running the net. And eventually somebody's going to step up and say, we're not going to censor you because, you know, Back when MySpace was heavily censoring people, people jumped to Facebook. It, it's been an ongoing problem. This isn't something new. Um, right, and that, that's why it's so important to actually own your content. Because if you put it on Facebook and you only put it on Facebook, then Facebook actually owns your content. You don't own your own content. And then they can do whatever they want to it. The yeah, same, the same with elsewhere. YouTube. The 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 secret or i don't know why i'm saying it's a secret but very few people do it they they put it on youtube they put it on instagram they put it on facebook or wherever but but the number one thing is if you're going to create your own content you need to have your own website and your stuff needs to be on that website now you can share it to facebook you can share it to youtube you can post it on youtube but it has to be on your own website otherwise though if those companies take your stuff down it's not available for anyone if you have your own website no one can take it down but you we're not just having a problem with social media though we're also having a problem with news sites news sites who post massive amounts of information out to the public. I wouldn't really say it's information as much as opinion. Yes, And I mean, yes. that's, that's rather you watch Fox News or CNN. And all of them are doing it. it they, they're all posting out their own opinions on these things. And each one has a comment section at the end where people go in and they put in their comments and communicate back and forth as a public those sites are going in and deleting people's comments now i'm not just talking the comments that are out of hand 
guttural um, cursing or abusing other people. I'm talking comments they don't like. They're censoring people by deleting them. And I say this because it's happened to me repeatedly on a large scale. Well, the problem there is most, most people in the news outlets know this. Most people watch either Fox News or they watch CNN based on their own political beliefs. And then they watch that, not, not to get information, but to get confirmation bias. Now, that confirmation bias makes them go, yes, I was 100% right about, if you're watching Fox News, I was 100% right about Nancy Pelosi. She's the worst person in existence. If you're watching CNN, I was 100% right about Donald Trump. He's the worst person in existence. Honestly, let's be honest, they're probably both the worst people in existence. And if there, there's someone worse, I don't want to meet him. But with that being said, you can't really get the news from either of the news sites. I mean, you go back, what, tw 20 years ago, and you had local news, which was half an hour. That news told you what was going on, it gave you the weather, and then you moved on with your life. Now it's 24-7, and in order for it to be 24-7, they have to keep your attention, and they have to pretty much go with whatever their base says but that's not the problem the problem is they're going in and deleting people's opinions they're going into deleting people's comments about what has happened and they're doing this on a regular basis on large scale yeah but they're doing that in order to keep the story what they want the story to say that's grand scale censorship yeah it totally is but i don't think the news media is really news anymore it's entertainment it's it's there to get your attention it's there to get you fired up and it's there to keep your attention i mean why why else would it be instead of brand new stuff every day it's a week of the same story on top of that I have had news stories where I've read the whole news article gone back a day later and that whole news article is gone off the net nowhere to be found and it's happened over and over and over again now I'm to the point where I have to if I see a news article come through whether it be about a police shooting or about something that's happened in politics. If I want to make sure I've got it, I have to download it. And that is ridiculous to have to say. You know, these are current events that are happening in our time and they're being removed from the system. So, I, I don't think that uh, it's, it's something that we can just turn the other cheek to. We were guaranteed our freedom of speech. It's that simple. Whether it's a private site or our own site, we should have the same freedoms as long as we're not infringing on freedom of someone else. 
very simply, we have that right. And we cannot become complacent and allow the government to take this right from us. Excuse me, I meant private business. That government's a whole other subject matter, which uh, we'll probably get into on another day. But I, I believe that even though it's private business, within a certain limitation, we should have the right of, of freedom of speech. Right, but the private business also has the right to make sure that what's on its site follows certain rules. I mean, there, there's, there's certain things we can and can't expect from businesses. Um, what, what you're talking about is what we should expect from businesses, but nowhere are we saying that there, there's certain things that businesses should just be required to put on. I mean, I have no problem with businesses uh, keeping hate speech or uh, a certain level of violence or anything else, it's especially if for some reason the site's geared toward younger viewers, then definitely there needs to be some controls. The problem is the overall picture. But the, Yes, but when we're looking at things like Facebook and the adult sections of YouTube, that is not for children's viewing. And they're going a, a ridiculously above and beyond when it comes to their rules and regulations and trying to control the political atmosphere in the U.S. to fit their own dialogue and, and to try to control how the election comes out. And they shouldn't be using well, the I don't site think, that I way. I don't think they care how the election comes out because they're going to make money either way. However, with that being then, said, I, I think YouTube is doing what it's doing because of the issue that it had with Russia a couple years ago. And it's overcorrecting. And an overcorrection is just as bad as an undercorrection. Sometimes it's even worse. I've seen some pretty ridiculous things come off of YouTube even recently. And yet other things that should be allowed are being banned. It is bots being allowed to run it instead of humans running the program. It, and, and that is a big problem is the, the bots are looking for keywords and depending on how that keyword is used, it may or may not be bad. And unfortunately, with the bots, if the keyword is used, no matter what, it, it, it's going to wipe it. Well, that's wrong. The thing is, we have to remember we're a country of people, not of oversight, computer oversight. You know what I mean? Um, bots should never be used solely to determine when and when not to allow a program or a, a video to go through. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, it, it being a problem is, is, is something that's seen with... Uh, What's the guy's name? Oh, J.P. Sears. Spears. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, he, he, he does comedy that 
you know, also tries to make people feel good about themselves, but he he just got censored. Uh, cu- couple of the donut operator gets oh he gets censored all, all the, the time. time. But uh, cu- couple and of the people I watch about Disney have even been censored because it's about Disney, so it's based for kids. And even though they don't do anything wrong, a bot caught something. I don't know what that said they did something wrong and i mean this it really wasn't th- this is a father a mother and a baby and i mean there's not much that they can do but they've been censored a couple times because of the bots catching something that wasn't there it's just time people start thinking instead of acting and start realizing that People have different ideals, different thoughts, different beliefs, and we're all allowed and entitled to them. Oh, totally. And once we start accepting that people are different, people have different ideas, it's only going to make our country better. It's only going to make our country stronger. And it's only going to ensure that we all have more freedom. Exactly. So with that being said... Once again, this was Finding Our Freedom, and thank you for joining us. Hi, it's Ron. One last thing. At minute 18 and 16 seconds, I accidentally said that YouTube had the Russian scandal. I meant Facebook's uh, Russian scandal during the last elections. I apologize for the mistake, and I will do what I can to ensure it does not happen again. Thank you for joining us.